0: Good morning, this is Rabbi Michael Knopf, Assistant Rabbi of Har Temple in Penn Valley, Pennsylvania. You're joining us for our Wednesday morning tish. We're studying the Tomer Devorah, Moshe Cordovero's extraordinary work on emulating God, and we are studying about God's quality of compassion and picking up this week from where we left off last week. This is where we left off last week. Velo Tomar, Sheeno Yacho limnoamimenu hatovahu, chasveshalom, Shahari bekocho berega kememre liabesh yadav viraglav, keen shiasa liyorovoam. Right? So don't say that God couldn't stop people from doing bad things. I wouldn't say that God could stop he couldn't stop people from doing bad things, or if you recall from last week, one of the things we noted was that that even though god is uh, uh, infuses all of creation, infuses all of uh, uh all of the world, is involved in every aspect of uh of life uh, and sees all the nasty things that people do, in effect, this is a, a an insult to God, right? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, in some way damaging to, to God to see God's creations do all the bad things that we do to each other and to our planet. And nevertheless, God sits back. God doesn't stop it. God doesn't intervene. And according to Cordovero, that's a measure of God's compassion. That's a measure of God's goodness because, as he says right here, God could, if he wanted to, hold your hands back, right? Tie your hands behind your back. He, he uses the, the, the terminology of shrivel up your uh, your hands and your legs.
1: But well, how do you justify the fact that we're told that we can do good or we can do bad? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that, obviously, is that us. You're,
0: you're talking about free will.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, and so I think he's saying here that God's granting us free will is, a, is an element of God's compassion, Right, uh, That uh, the fact that we have the ability to choose to do evil and God doesn't force us to not do evil right. is God being compassionate, is God being um, patient with us.
1: But, but we are punished for doing
0: that. Are we?
1: Sure.
0: The, uh, so you're telling me that, uh, that uh, all wicked people are... Are punished for the crimes that they do. That's the way you experience the world.
1: Well, I think that's a generalization.
0: You know, kind of right. Only when you was a cop. <laughs> Only when you were a cop. Right, <laughs> no, but I, I see what you're saying. Right? There is a an element of of, of Jewish theology that says ultimately uh, people are held accountable for their transgression. Right. right. So I think that there are two pieces of that. One is there's also at the same time the the constant problem that perplex the rabbis, which is tzaddik v'ra'lo, the rasha which is, uh, you know, bad things happen to good people, and good things happen to bad people. And it's seemingly unexplainable in a world in which you have a just God that, uh, that, that, that those sort of things happen. Um, and so the other piece of that is if you do want to say that there is ultimately some kind of justice, the fact that it doesn't happen immediately, I think that that's what uh, Cordovero is talking about here, is God is patient, right? God's not going to punish the wicked person right away for the transgression because he wants to hold out the possibility that the next time the wicked person will make the opposite choice, right? without having the external influence of the punishment. Right? So, you know, so it's to say, uh, like a, a kid who steals cookies from the cookie jar, and the parent punishes them right away, they may not steal cookies again because they don't want the punishment that they got the last time. And in some way, that actually limits free choice because the child now knows that it's not a fully free choice if they know that there's gonna be a punishment for it uh, at the end of the line. Now, if the child steals the cookies and then on his own comes to the conclusion that it's wrong to have taken the cookies from the cookie jar and doesn't do it next time, that would be an, an exercise of, of freedom. Um, and I think that that's sort of what he's playing with here. Although I think your your comment is an excellent one. Um, and so he says, so he says that God did this to Jeroboam, a, a wicked king in the Book of Kings. Uh, God, even though God has the ability to um, to prevent people from doing bad things. The Hayalo Lomar Atako Ten He could say to people, if you're gonna sin against me, do it by yourself and not with the with the strength and the power that that I give, right? The strength and the power that God gives, right? In other words, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna steal cookies from the cookie jar, right? Steal cookies from your own cookie jar. Don't do it from my cookie jar, right? Huh. God could say that to people. God could say, but he's you know. Not Right, right, fine. Right, or or uh or or God could say, um your neighbor's cookies
2: and not mine? No, it's more like
0: it's it's a little bit hard to use the analogy because I think what he's saying here is that God uh it, it's God's uh, uh God actually gives us the ability to function on a day to day basis. So it's as if a parent, you know, uh said you could steal cookies from the cookie jar, but I'm gonna make it so you were never born in the first place, right? That's the equivalent, right? Um so steal you know steal on your own power, steal by your own virtue, and don't sin on your own virtue, and don't sin with what with the power that I give you to function and exist in the world. God could say that. Right? So even though God could do that, even though God could withhold God's uh, uh, power, God could withhold a human's ability to act in the world, to act with free will, like like Ralph suggested, even though God could withhold our ability, God um, God is patient with us. God withstands our transgression. Why Pardon. do we
1: have to pay so hard on the on <laughs>
0: Well, no, I think that that's exactly right. right. I think that that's the whole point of Yom Kippur. That's the whole point of, of, of Tshuva is, is we have Yom Kippur because um, God is holding out the possibility that, that this year will be different, right? And so we also enter Yom Kippur, I think, with, the, with, the, with at least the mindset that we're going to work to make this year different. Um, so the, the whole, I think, idea of, you know, right, Rosh Hashanah, which is uh, usually celebrated in sort of a festive way, you, Rosh Hashanah is actually, there are two different elements of God's um, uh, personality, according to uh, mysticism. Right? One is God's judgment, uh, God's justice, uh, which is, you know, the wicked should be punished for their transgressions. And the, um, and, and the other is God's compassion, right? Rosh Hashanah, I think, is about God's justice, right? That's what we call Rosh Hashanah, Yom Hadim. It's, it's Judgment Day, right? Um, but Yom Kippur, which comes afterward, is God's, is, 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 is Kapara, is atonement, is God forgiving us of our transgressions, even though God's already convicted us of the crime, right? So it's, a, it's, a, it's a, Yom Kippur is a stay of execution, right, in some way. So I think that that's why we pray so hard on Yom Kippur, is, is for God's compassion to triumph over God's justice. Um, so Hare Ze Elbon Vesavlanut Mashalo Yisupar, God has uh, uh, patience and tolerance uh, that's that's immeasurable. The Alze kor'im Malache hasharat Sharat Lakashbarhu Melech Aluv, that's why that the angels call uh, the Holy Blessed One a a, a king who is uh, tolerant. The Amro Mi El Kamocha, and this is why the Prophet says, Who is a God like you? There's no one like God. Ata el baal hamiti you are a uh, a master of kindness and goodness el baal so you have the power god has the power to um, to uh, exact vengeance essentially to, to, to gather up that which is yours right emphasizing that that god is a god of justice god is a god that punishes the wicked or has at least the ability to punish the wicked knows what's going on and yet Here's the key part: Ad Yashuv Right. So even though God has the ability to exact that kind of justice, to 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 to, to gather up that which belongs to Him, and to stop uh, us from destroying each other, from destroying ourselves, from destroying our world, nevertheless God is patient. God is tolerant. But the key is Ad Yashuv God is waiting. For us to turn in tshuva, God is waiting for us to do, to to engage in repentance. I think that that's uh, really the the key statement here. It's not that it's not that God doesn't care about what we do.
2: Sometimes it's too late. Mm. I mean, yeah, I don't want you know we always bring up the Holocaust. So let's try other things. But you know, it just for God to be patient seems to me that it's an excuse that we don't really know whether God is all powerful and, and if someone can, kill a child. Exactly. But <laughs> right. if you're saying God is patient, he sees these evil things happening, so why can't he stop it if he's that powerful? So you, it's an excuse, he's patient, he's waiting. Mm-hmm. So when?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. It's a really good question. I mean in, in there are um there are people who say you know, we disagree with the sort of premise that Cordero is talking about here, saying that actually God isn't powerful enough to stop things from happening. Mm-hmm. Because if God were powerful enough to stop uh, bad things from happening, but didn't. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to say God is, is being patient, God right. is hoping I like that the people the idea will turn.
2: that he perhaps is waiting for the person or people to come to their own understanding to change. Mm-hmm. I like that concept. But then it stops at the, well, sometimes it's mm-hmm. too late.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. I,
2: I was just going to say that, that just following the interesting thing. Is that really? Is the
1: concept works very well for minor SIDS, if you will. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It, it does not work very well for, for I mean, the, the problem he's yeah. raising is it does not work well for major horrific right acts. That right. Of, and that, that's 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 the issue. That's that's the point.
0: Right. Of. Right. Exactly. So you know. So you you could say something like, the, well, the Holocaust is the exception to the rule, right? But in fact making that the exception to the general rule where like little things it's okay that God is patient if I, you know, if I use the wrong dish, right, or something like that, right, God's patient about that. But to say that God's patient when a million and a half babies are being killed, that's a, you know, that's an exception that that has to destroy the whole rule. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just seems to, I I told you, I said last week I had trouble with this theology. I mean, it seems to an easier approach, I shouldn't say easier, but another approach is God has simply withdrawn from this world. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean God's not there, that ultimately there will be, you know, Shuba has its benefits down the road, as suggests, suggested, mm-hmm. but that God just isn't going to intervene, period. You know, <clears throat> to phrase it differently than he suggests here, that he has the power, uh, but doesn't, but uh, you know. And, right isn't that one of the conclusions, I think, as I understand it, drawn from the book of Job? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That
0: God has just decided, I'm not going to intervene anymore. See, that, so I'm not quite positive that that's, the, that that's the message of Job, although that's a maybe a separate uh, conversation. Okay. But it's it, but an interesting thing because of what Ralph brought up before. I mean, the question is, if God were to intervene, even in an extreme case like the Holocaust, would it challenge human freedom? And is it is it worth it, right? In other words um is human freedom enough of a positive good that we're willing to tolerate as a as a you know as as a, as a as a as a species we're willing to tolerate something like the holocaust in order to uh have the freedom on our own to choose good and bad because if we want to say that god intervenes in the holocaust okay so why not intervene also in Somalia, and why not also intervene in uh, Washington right now? Because God knows that we could probably use it. Because free will there is right. Besides so, right. the um, So 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 the question is, and where and uh, in the language of the rabbis, endless of soap, right? The, uh, there's no end to that right, sort well, of. If, you, if yeah. he
2: intervenes and stops evil too soon, so in 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 relation to supporting your argument, then we'll never learn. If he stops it from happening, we won't know evil, so it won't, it, so the next time, so so you. it's almost like let it happen mm-hmm. and the world will learn and it won't happen again, but we know that that's not true. Right. Because it does. We don't learn from, yeah. from it. Yeah. Right. Where? I think
1: where mm-hmm. there are two different levels at which we're looking at this. On the individual level, you're talking about a short time frame, relatively short. While something like the Holocaust may even be 12th century mm. in terms of its impact and the end result of what it's done. We are seeing things today that would never have been considered in terms of um, attitudes towards Jews around the world in spite of the issues in the Middle East. And the Holocaust is certainly contributed to that. So the question is, what is God's plan I think one of the things today is we don't think in terms of losing one or two people. We're talking millions of people being killed either from famine or from um, genocide. And the question is, what is the overall impact on the world? Mm -hmm.
2: You're implying there might be a positive impact eventually?
1: Positive, I mean, obviously it's not very good for the people who (laughs) die. Right, right, exactly. But the question is, what is the overall direction in which the world goes when it reacts to this? And I don't think we're in a position to say, and we don't know that God isn't in his own way doing it on a long-term basis. But you're looking at that, and I understand why, as we all do from a Jewish lens, yet, have the stuff the rabbi referred to in Somalia, and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, and so it seems to continue. I could argue that because God permitted the Holocaust to occur, other people had <laughs> taken it upon themselves to do similar acts, it's not directly against Jews, but they're still horrific acts nonetheless.
0: So I, I, I love this conversation, but I'm mindful of the time. So I just want to, um, <laughs> uh, we can continue it in, in a moment. I just want to actually just finish this last sentence here. I know we're out of time, um, but so that we can move on to the next piece next week. So, but here's his point here. <laughs> right? So he's saying that the, the whole point necessarily wasn't talking about the theology of God's uh, of God's patience and God's compassion, although that's an interesting conversation. His point is that a person should strive to emulate this quality. Ritsoni hasavlanut, and I want to say that it is patience. Right, and you should be patient and tolerant even to that level. Right, and if you do that, God. Uh, um, uh, will not withhold his goodness from you, and in, if you uh, cultivate this quality of patience, you'll have the ability to not withhold goodness from anybody you encounter. Now, again, that is difficult uh, in circumstances when when you're really, really pushed, right? When someone's doing something really nasty to you, and yet it says that the 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 first quality that we strive to emulate from God is patience, is the ability to tolerate insult, is the ability to set aside uh, ego and say uh, that, uh, that uh, you know, defending my honor um, is, uh, is, is not as uh, valuable as it is uh, giving people the, uh, the, the benefit of the doubt, giving people the benefit of goodness. We'll pause there for this week and uh, pick back up next week. Have a great day.